It's Tuesday, December 14th, and this is Brian with the morning news. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. USA Gymnastics, U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, and their insurers have agreed to fund a $380 million settlement with victims of longtime national team physician Larry Nasser, drawing to a close a five-year legal battle that has upended American Olympic sports governance. The sum is among the largest ever recorded for victims of abuse and includes hundreds of athletes who were assaulted over three decades. The decision by the final holdout insurer, TIG Insurance Company, to pay a substantial share of the settlement was confirmed Monday in a hearing in bankruptcy court in Indianapolis. The settlement also includes a direct contribution from the U.S. OPC of around $34 million and a $6 million loan from the U.S. OPC to USA Gymnastics to contribute as well. Judge Robin Moberly said when the court reconvened Monday afternoon that she would approve the settlement, adding that it was part of a reorganization plan that had been overwhelmingly accepted by the survivors and other creditors of USA Gymnastics. The settlement will include claims from Olympic gold medalists such as Simone Biles, Ali Reisman, and Michaela Maroney, who were treated by Nasser during his time as the U.S. women's squad doctor. In other news, California will again require masking in all public indoor settings, regardless of vaccination status, as it confronts rising case rates ahead of the winter holidays and uncertainty about the Omicron variant. Mark Ghali, Secretary of the California Health and Human Services Agency, said Monday that masks will be required in all public indoor spaces for one month, beginning Wednesday through January 15th. The state will also require those attending large indoor events to provide proof of a negative PCR test taken within 48 hours prior to the event. Previously, the window was 72 hours. People who use a rapid antigen test must take it within 24 hours of the event. Dr. Ghali said there has been a nearly 50% increase in case rates statewide since the Thanksgiving holiday, with spikes concentrated in some rural areas with relatively low vaccination rates. Hospitals in some areas of the state are near capacity, he added, and even a modest uptick in coronavirus cases could have severe impacts. California had one of the longest-running statewide mask mandates in the nation, which began in June 2020, and was lifted about a year later for vaccinated people in most indoor settings. Around the world, the first ever official meeting Monday between Israel's Prime Minister and the United Arab Emirates' de facto leader is the latest in a flurry of diplomacy reshaping the geopolitics of the Mideast amid fear that the Iran nuclear talks will collapse and worries over the shrinking U.S. role in the region. Talks in Abu Dhabi gave Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and Abu Dhabi Crown Prince Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nayyan their first chance to coordinate personally about their shared regional rival Iran and its expanding nuclear program. It also marked an opportunity for the two leaders to discuss budding business ties between their countries, which normalized relations late last year after 50 years of no formal diplomatic ties deal led to agreements with several other Arab countries called the Abraham Accords and billions of dollars in new business. On Monday, Mr. Bennett and Sheikh Mohammed spent more than four hours in talks, both with broader delegations and in a two-and-a-half-hour one-on-one meeting at the Prince's Palace. A 
joint statement called Mr. Bennett's visit, another milestone in the development of warm relations and a close partnership between the two countries, and said a variety of economic and civic issues were discussed. And Hard Rock International has agreed to buy the operations of the Mirage Casino on the Las Vegas Strip from MGM Resorts International for nearly $1.1 billion with plans to build a giant guitar-shaped hotel on the glitzy boulevard. Although MGM plans to focus growth in other areas such as sports betting and pursuing a new casino in Japan, the company still owns the Bellagio, MGM Grand, Luxor, and the New York, New York. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.